Five after five, Alan Blake. You know what that is? Buttonitis. No, it, but John, John Laws used to call it the deliberate mistake. So deliberate that's the mistake. deliberate mistake for today. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. It's all right. It doesn't matter. Uh, it does to me. I know. It's just one of those things. It happens. <laughs> Let's go to someone who's had his last election day for a while, I think. Steve Bowler, good morning. Good morning. Yes, yes, it's been a lovely week uh, down here at Mudgee. Uh, I've been at pre-poll each day at Mudgee. Uh, so yesterday was a big one. We were sort of there till uh, uh, six. The day before Thursday was till eight. So it's been been a big week. But uh, today is D Day. Uh, whoever's left, uh, and I don't think there's all that many people that haven't already pre-polled. But whoever's left uh, are coming to to vote today, and it's um, going to be a, a fun-filled day of. Uh, electioneering and, and, and all that sort of uh, business. And then they get down to the, the serious uh, act of counting tonight. And uh, one way or the other, we're, we're going to um, find out what the, the people want in, here in New South Wales. So it's going to be um, going Steve, to be what's your feeling and what you, you've, your gut feeling after uh, pre-poll all week? Oh. In the mudgy seat yeah. anyway. In, well, Munchie's part of Dubbo. Um, I think uh, the candidate we've got here, Kate, is going to do um, pretty well. I think we'll, we'll increase our vote from, from last go-round. I don't know whether we'll quite pip uh, Dougal, though. Um, yeah, look, he, he's a, um, a very personable uh, character and he's uh, been... In government, so they're doing their, their best to uh, shore up the seat with uh, some, some good old-fashioned, uh, you know, carrots, dangling, dangling carrots, dangling carrots, so, which is burly. Good. And uh, I mean, uh, they've uh, done the old uh, recycle of the, the promise of fixing up the Great Western Highway again. I mean. They've been promising that for the better part of uh, you know fifty years, and uh, I know Duncan Gay took it to the election in what 20, 2010, so twenty eleven. So, uh, but look, maybe we'll one day do it, and uh, it, it definitely needs to be done. Whether we do a tunnel, whether we you know increase Bellfinder Road, I don't know what we need to do there. We need to do something there and get that uh, that east west uh, sort of route shored up and, and fixed up and, and more better up. But uh, in terms of what that's going to look like, who knows? And uh, in terms of what the government's going to look like tomorrow morning, again, who knows? It's going to be um, interesting. I think uh, people's apathy is, is very high this election. I think uh, the people are, are sort of over both sides of politics, that's for sure. And, um, yeah, I think uh, the interesting sort of stat that will come out of this election is, is the um, informal vote. Uh, I think we'll find that will increase and the pre-poll will have increased. But uh, other than that, I don't even want to try and speculate because I just don't know. I, the, the Labor Party would have to get 11 seats or more um, I don't see that happening. 
in terms of the makeup of the upper house, yeah, again a lot of white noise on the uh, ballot, uh, and that's for both uh, the left and right wing of uh, politics. Um, there's uh, a lot of interference and, and things like that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Mate, have you got many candidates standing today? Oh, yeah, we've got, we got people all over the state uh, running in, in various seats. So, you know, and uh, we've got Kate here in, in uh, Dubbo. Uh, we've got Upper Hunter. We've got James White. We've got uh, Mick uh, Hay up at uh, Northern Table, and so yeah, the list goes on. Yeah, well, I think we'll do okay. Um, I'm not sure if we're, we're going to do okay enough to, to land a, um, some lower house seats, uh, but yeah, it's not going to be through lack of trying. So, mm. uh, okay. We'll see how it all shakes out. As I say, we'll, we'll give you a big old wrap-up report tomorrow. Um, I'll, I'll be on early tomorrow morning. Um, I'm sort of looking forward to just starting to head back towards home tonight. I don't know whether I'll quite get to Tenerfield tonight. From here I'm going to be at Golgong all day. Um, but we'll see. In terms of the fishing, I did get out for a couple of cheeky late-night fishes earlier in the week. Um, chasing carp around here at at, um, at Mudgee, uh, just in the river in town. Lots of fun. Had uh, some interesting chats with some fishermen along the, the river there and, and so forth. It's been, been a nice uh, week for that, but the last few evenings have been very, very stormy indeed. Well, back uh, in the early days while you were at Mudgee, Al and I have had some of the Mudgee mud. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good go? drop. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with mudgy wines. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. Like, I didn't grab any for the wife or anything like that. It's, uh, I don't drink, but, uh, yeah. We know you don't drink. Very good. You should take some <laughs> home for your wife. I should. Uh, Chris likes to, yeah, there, Chris there likes to sip or two. Yeah. yeah, she well, she does. That's say, married to me, it's a wonder she's not on the brown tar heroin instead of just drinking. <laughs> she, does, she does her best. But, uh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll see. As I say, it's going to be a fun day. If you haven't voted already, listeners, please get out and vote. It's very important. People died to give you that vote. And make your vote count. Absolutely. Don't don't just... Uh, don't write rubbish on the bloody... It, it doesn't get the politicians. Reads, it's only the people scrutineering. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You know, and uh, all that sort of fun stuff. You know, make your vote count, whoever you decide to vote for. But obviously... Think about uh, sticking the one in the box in column N for Nelly for Shooters, Vicious Farmers. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Have a great day today. Thank you. I'm sure I will. Okay. <laughs> Steve Bowler, Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party. It's kind of interesting because after each election, they, they run through analytically to determine who, who did right, who did wrong, blah, blah, blah. Yet Steve mentions it seems like everybody's over the election and and are not interested. They've they've lost some of the appeal. They say that every election. Why don't they learn from that? I don't know. I don't know. But how do you do it? Well, you know, their advisors and the people that are steering the ship, so to speak, are university students. 
Uh, graduates, Kieran. They're graduates. I was going to go there, but <laughs> I'm glad you put the word in. I knew where that's you were what going. They are gradually it. trying to work out why they should be doing and saying nothing. Don't help. Not to worry. Not to worry. 13 after 5. Every weekend, 2SM has Sydney talking. Join Pete Davis Saturday morning from 7. Do you think there may be some sort of leadership challenge to Scott Morrison before the next federal election? I I think it probably would be political suicide. Join Dave Cochran Sunday afternoons. Do you Uh, feel an interpretation can be made now from this state level, from the by-elections, to possibly a federal level? I will dread an Albanese ALP government. 2SM has Sydney talking. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian ride registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport that could make you a local legend, the skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Do you suffer from mild arthritis, osteo and other aches and pains? With its natural organic ingredients, Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel might assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-66-71-359. Choices Flooring understands that we all have different needs for our homes. So, what's your lifestyle? Whether you're a busy family or need healthier solutions, love natural fibres and textures, or just want the ultimate in luxury, you'll find the right choice for your lifestyle at our What's Your Lifestyle sale. So go online and view all of our What's Your Lifestyle sale catalogues, packed full of savings, inspiration and chances to win choices flooring the floor you've been searching for you can escape the rat race to enjoy a leisurely break at mudgy's winning post motor inn as a special bonus when you make a reservation at winning post motor inn mention you heard about it here and you'll receive a complimentary bottle of local charnwood estate wine to take home with you to find out more or to make a reservation, you go to winningpostmotorin.com.au or you can call Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn for a booking on 63 72 33 33. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could 17 after 5. Today's racing is at Rose Hill Gardens. They'll be racing on a soft 5 there today for Tancred Stakes Day. John Karakasanis, good morning. Morning, Grant. Morning, Kieran, Alan. Morning. Christmas. How are you going, young bunny? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. 
can't complain. I'm already at work. Oh, you're at work already? Yeah. Can I? He went wow. to bed. What uh, happened? Uh, what went I wrong? Why are you there so early? You usually pick it up the red bread rolls this time of the morning. I think I, think I, uh, I went to bed, mate. <laughs> okay. Getting old in my old age. I won't disagree. Hang on, hang on a sec. <laughs> Here we go. What do we hang on for? He's doing something. Hey, Grant, they might tab change their page so it goes vertical now instead of horizontal. Ah, can you hear the horses go by? No. No. Oh, well, I'll go out and you can hear them. <laughs> That's all right. I, I, to answer your question, Alan, I don't know that tab... Don't listen to what I say, and that's a very good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Originally, way back when, though, I will tell you, originally, way back when, 2KY, as it was, the old radio station, was the first to broadcast live over the internet, and we were putting up audio, what we now call podcasts, way back when, and the TAB decided that they were going to um, start betting online, and they dragged... Uh, us in because you know, obviously we were the, yeah. the radio station at the time doing um, doing uh, doing all of that and when they sat down with their the, with their their team from IBM it was bought the they yeah. subcontracted it to IBM it was my cousin that was actually running the project uh, yeah, so yeah. it actually turned into a family so it's affair fault. it's, it's my fault, fault. Okay. <laughs> sorry John we digressed no 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 you're right it's always good to get. Uh, old and new information. And actually, John Karakasanis, do you know who the first person in Australia, or in the New South Wales TAB to have a winning bet online was? Uh, Kerry Packer? No, me. (laughs) Legit, me. It was you? I was the first person in New South Wales to have a winning bet. And the last. At least you got off to a flying start. Yeah. <laughs> they gave when they launched um, when they launched online betting. Yeah, they gave the media every, all the media that attended a, a ten dollar or twenty dollar betting voucher, $10. and they all lost except for me. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> what do we like today? Let's talk about winners. Okay. Well, look, my best bet of the day is here at Rose Hill, and it's in the Vinery. Yep. What race yeah. is that? Seven. Pavitra. Race 7, number, number three. 3. Yeah, uh, for my good mate, Will Friedman, who's also in our punters club. He's been going great guns, Will, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, I think he's the backbone of, his, uh, of, of his, his and his father's stables. I love listening to him chat. He's so level-headed, he, Will Friedman. Oh, right. Yeah. Champion good. Blake. Yeah, really Champion good. Blake. Uh, Are you saying Richard's not? Richard's son, yes. There you go. You tried to bait me. Kieran just tried to bait me there. I wouldn't go into it. I like Richard. I get on well with Richard. (laughs) No, they're all all good. What else do we like? Okay. Our next two are going to be down in Melbourne. Oh, okay. At Flemington. Race race six. Yes. Number eight. Race six, number eight. What you need. Yeah, that's what we need is cash. What we need is some winning horses. Yeah. And the other one is in the Australian Cup, Cascadian, number one. 
Number one, Cascadia, and that's race seven, number one. Race seven, number one. Two at Flemington and one at Roselle. And and thank God for Animo last week. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> we could always rely on our champion, eh? Yeah. The other one was a bit unlucky, Uncommon James, I, I, I must admit. Yeah. The, the winner just got the suckest of runs and... Uncommon James was uh, having difficulties securing a run, but I heard he's off to Perth for that quacker race. Okay. Quacker. It's a, quacker. a slots race, yeah. They have quackers, though, they're not quackers. Oh, quackers, that. You know what I mean. <laughs> They'll get upset with you if you call them something different. Oh, quacker. Okay, quacker. sorry. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're on some island off the coast of Perth or <laughs> they're somewhere, aren't Island. <laughs> Where? That's the only honour they've got. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, uh, West young man, they're like a like an ugly rat. Oh, is that? Uh, I've got plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, we got one with a rat's tail back today. <laughs> uh, what else has been happening with you, Blakey? Not much. I see you sponsored another race at Hawkesbury the other day. Yeah, the nice people there keep giving us races. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, it won't be far for for the uh, 20... Marine, Marine Day. 22nd of April. Yeah, it's a uh, month yeah, away. Yeah, the standalone Saturday race. Yeah. So, it, uh, it's a good day all up there. All good. All good. Let's hope we have a winning day today. We will. And, uh, and a winning night tonight. Yes, that'll be even better. Yeah, I'm a bit worried about tonight playing them with uh, all our stars out. Yeah. But it'll be a good game. What a what a good game last night's game was. Yes, yeah, it was a good game. And like the Dolphins have started off real good. It's, uh, it's good oh, to see them up there. They're, they're going to win a lot more games than what they're going to lose. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. You guys are so lucky. You didn't realise that just as you started talking about your team, the man who supports another team on the other side of the desk was hoeing into a hash brown, so has stayed out of the debate. He normally supports anyone who's winning or who has won. Oh, 100% yeah. Why correct. Why are you talking about Kieran like that? <laughs> it's fact. <laughs> it's fact. It was good to see he finally got a win the other night, but that was a cracking game of football too. Yeah, that's right. He actually backed them too, which is surprising. <laughs> Have well, a good one, Carrots. I better get back to work. You enjoy the day and uh, don't worry about who wins the election because they're all as bad as each other. Exactly right. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Thanks, John. John Karakasanis there, and I will post those uh, selections up on Facebook as we have... Hang on, before you go to the break... We're, we're not going to go to the break. Good. Sydney race seven, number three, Pavitra. Yeah. yeah. Melbourne race six, number eight, What You Need. And Melbourne race seven, number one, Cascadian. Cascadian. I will whack them on the Facebook page for you very shortly. We've got PJ online. Who? PJ. Hello. Hello. How are you, sir? I think I'm changing my name, actually. To what? Some people call him the guru. Well, call, no, call, call me Owen. Who do you Owen to? <laughs> oh, no, after last night's football match, Owen 4. <laughs> It'll get worse yet, don't worry. Oh, if, if Luke, Luke Brooks had a shocker last night, he needs to sit in Reggie's New South Wales Cup for a few, few months. He's not worth a million dollars a season in the game. 
bomb two tries, gave away penalties, just an atrocious, atrocious game he had. Um, You're talking about Brooksy, he played pathetic. Yeah, he did. Yeah, absolutely disgraceful. Yeah. Yep. Why they keep putting him in the team, you and I, Pete, have said it a thousand times over. Why is he picked in the team when there's other kids behind him that are struts ahead of him? Kieran's woken he's up. Never, he's never he has. been dropped. He's never been dropped in his whole ten years. No. Yeah, he's protected species or something. He, he might be a push bike rider, Kieran. <laughs> well, he should be run over. Mm. Anyway. Pete said that, well, not me. It's going to be a long season. Yep. Yeah, One to suffer. Well, see, I had a win, so I don't mind about running second. Yeah, well, anyway. They show signs there uh, that they could be good and be competitive, and then all of a sudden they get a lapse. Yeah. They did the same last week, but anyway. They had a fish this week, Pete? Yeah, I've um, been chasing Taylor. There's been some good tailor. I've um, tailor up two and a quarter kilos this week. So. Well, but, uh, um, Roscoe was talking down there uh, at the Kayama where they were getting between two, two and a half kilo. Yeah, I am. Um, so it sounds like they might be right up the coast. Well, they're, they're patchy because um, I've got, I got some, what did I get, seven... Seven decent fish on uh, Monday morning off the beach. Um, Tuesday morning, didn't go. Wednesday morning, I got I, I got the, the couple of good fish that were in up to two and a quarter kilos. Um, and um, Thursday morning, got one. But uh, yeah, we had we had. Thursday night we had a like unbelievable rainstorm up here. I think we got four and a half inches in an hour and a half. Wow! And um, the the Manning River is like a, a chocolate mud cake at the moment. That's the colour of it. And so with the running out tide that's been running out to sea, we've got really dirty water off the beaches, and that'll be the end of them. So. Um, <clears throat> It's it's really going to be detrimental to beach fishing at the moment. It, I reckon the first running out tide after the rain would have been a good one for fishing for dew off the beach, but um, I don't know anybody that did because um, it, it was quite quite heavy rain. Um, so that's going to put paid to the crabs and a few things in the river and the flathead. It's um, coming over the bridge yesterday. It was really really bad. So. Um, we'll see what happens here, but that's going to affect the offshore fishing for a while too. Anywhere um, south of the river mouth at the moment, because the, as soon as it comes out of the river and hits the uh, ocean, the current pushes it south. So, not very good for surfing or swimming off the beach in that dirty water. I can tell you, it uh, wouldn't be too good. But um, prior to that, offshore, some really nice snapper being caught. Um, Benny Pake's been doing pretty good out there in um, the 30 to 45 metre mark. He's been doing all right, but he's uh, he uh, had a good catch of dolphin fish up to eight kilos as well. So you know they're, they're good dollies out around these fish traps, and the, and the um, the fad's got a few fish on it. I, I know down at Foster that they've started to get a few mackerel down at Foster. So um, I think on Monday I might duck up and 
have a look up there if the weather comes again. I don't know what's going on with the bomb, Grant. They they said the other day that it was going to be northerlies, twenty to uh, ten to fifteen knots, and then twenty to twenty five knots nor'easter from dawn. Yeah, I didn't go. We could based on that format. Anyway, I get up and six o'clock I have a look and it's still, and I went my shooter's gone, and it didn't start blowing till ten o'clock. It has been. They have been a bit sketchy of late. I've got to say that. Well, as Mark, Mark, Mark Benasiak said, he said they get the forecast right, it's just the wrong day. <laughs> I think that was a classic call by Mark the other week. But, um, yeah, so I've got I've got everything rigged up here, ready to go, so um, I'll back up there on Monday or Tuesday and, and, and see what the forecast does. Um, and, and some of the other grounds, the, the recognised mackerel grounds up here should be right because they'll be north of the, the Manning River. So they should be out of that dirty water. Um, but it, um, the big thing is, once you find the bait, you'll you'll find the mackerel. Okay. But um, yeah, no. Uh, Paul Chambers, he's been out. He's been catching trag out there and snapper and pill perch. Mark Taylor had his last fish for about three months because he's had um, a ruptured Achilles tendon operation there on Tuesday this week. So yeah. he's going to be landlocked. So the fish are a bit safe for a while, but. No, he's um, he's had a good catch of snapper, pearl perch, and, and trag. So, um, the flathead fishing in the river was good. Um, Steve Meakin had flathead up to one point four kilos at the weigh-in the other day, and he got those around um, Pelican Bay area around the leases. Um, and you can tell they've been in the river for a while. They had those really dark duskies that you get, and. Uh, yeah, but I think they're going to be. Uh, I think they're going to be laid up now with this dirty water. Um, some good reports um, of some really nice bass coming out of the Willamba and the Wangwalk rivers. But again, with this rain, I don't know what's going to happen with that. And um, for those that are interested in the trout, I know if they go up to the rivers at Gloucester and um, the, the the creeks and streams up there, there was some really nice. Uh, Rainbow's been caught, so that's about it. And it went really quiet on the crab front. Pete, so. what question for you? You said you're getting plenty of tailor. How do you like to cook your tailor? Well, I like to smoke them. Right. Um, but what I did the other day is with, with one of the decent ones, I come straight home, uh, like I, I bleed them straight away. And as soon as I take them off the hook, I break their throats. And then I take the fillet off, take the skin off, a bit of salt and pepper, <clears throat> a bit of lemon juice, straight under the griller. And um, just I don't turn it. I cook them right through so they crust up one side. Okay. And when I, when I pull them out, it's just... Oh, so, and a bit of smoked paprika. Mm-hmm. A, a drizzle of smoked paprika over that with the lemon juice and the salt and pepper. And a dab of butter, and then just have them for breakfast like that. And you know what I like to do sometimes? Put a poached egg on top of them like a kipper. Okay. So if you've ever been to uh, uh, England and you've had um, kippers for breakfast, you'll often get a poached egg with them. There you go. Something so different. You do a big pail of fillet with a poached egg on it. Okay. I'm sure we'll get a lot of replies when uh, with the people off the podcast about that. No, uh, well, only English will and uh, will contact us. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But yeah, no, it's a good protein breakfast. I've got to admit. Yeah, except for the butter. 
Well, a bit of butter is all right. It's a natural fat. <laughs> I know. I like butter, don't worry. I don't have the plastic stuff. Nah. nah. Well, yeah. no, I don't like it. I it, don't it, like it's, the plastic stuff. It's really easy. If you put butter and margarine outside, the flies will go to the butter. They won't go anywhere near the margarine. If the flies won't eat it, I won't eat it. That's right, yeah. Well, when you read the story, and I don't know how true it is, when they said they were looking for something to feed the turkeys or something, and that was chemical, I don't know how much truth in that story, but anyway, I mean, there's, there's like, margarines out there that lower your cholesterol or all stuff like that, but then again, so does acid, so. <laughs> we'll leave it on that note, Pete. Thank you for that. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> it's coming up to 26 minutes away from six in New South Wales. After this break, we'll catch up with Matt from Salamander Bait and Tackle. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Laws. Over the weekend, I got taken for $8,311.24, but it was just so real. I just can't believe how I fell for it. I used to smoke like a chimney. I was crazy, and when I realised I was crazy, I stopped. This is going to become a thing of the past, at least in uh, New Zealand, where the country's parliament has just passed a law which will slowly result in a total ban on selling tobacco, and I think that's a very brave thing for New Zealand to do. Mate, I'm glad you brought up yesterday about New South Wales bureaucrats, especially in transport. Good on you for giving them a serve. They need it, and they need more of it. Thankfully, um, we've got people like you that do that. The John Laws Morning Show returns in 2023 on 2SM. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au You know, a flat tyre is no problem at all when you carry the amazing Easy Jack in the boot of your car. With Easy Jack, you can raise and lower the height of your vehicle at the push of a button. Easy Jack comes with its own rattle gun, so you can loosen and tighten those hard-to-budge wheel nuts. Easy Jack simply plugs into your car's 12-volt power source. So go to Easy Jack, that's E-Z-I-J-A-K dot com dot A-U, or phone Rebecca on 0427. 290-297. Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube, or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer, and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au. T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you, go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TMD. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more, Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. 2SM, Australia's king of talkback radio, John Laws, 9am weekdays. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 23 to 6 in New South Wales. You're listening to High Tide, the cooking show, and apparently we are in trouble, Alan Blake. Yeah, PJ, uh, PMW just sent me a message. He said it's smoked haddock. With a poached egg on top, not kippers. Well, while we're now, in... Now, is a chef, so he would know. Yeah, and a very good one, I believe. Yes. While we are in trouble, I've got to apologise to Matt from Salamander Bait and Tackle, because I incorrectly said last week to Tony that the uh, trailer boat fishing comp was on this weekend, so I've got no doubt he's gone out and stocked up on everything, so... Matt from Salamander Bait and Tackle yeah. is probably overstocked. Yeah, yeah, and he mostly got some extra cranker crabs in yeah, cranker crabs. We need to get up there and support him today. G'day, bud. How are you? Well, good morning, chaps. Happy Saturday. Um, was that the icon there giving medical and cooking advice I heard just a second ago? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. So he's, where's, has he got a chef certificate and has he got a doctor's thing? What, did they go to uni for six years? Come on. He, he, makes, get him online. His own, he makes his, his own certificates. <laughs> he makes his elbows. At least he's got them, I suppose. Yeah. He's halfway there. <laughs> Can you wine. imagine him driving along in the big BW? Big BW. For, uh, for Jimmy Pierce, right? <laughs> That's the orange and white trucks, folks. And he's sitting there with the chef's cap on. Probably only get a number one or a number two. Wouldn't be qualified hey. to have four or five. Hey. Is he wearing a stethoscope? Yeah, no, look, he's, look, he's a jack-of-all-trades, there's no doubt. I didn't know, I didn't know it was that broad-reaching, though. Um, look, uh, what happened? Uh, trailer boats, oh, yeah, next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Yeah, well, traditionally, now, Alan's called the weather as traditionally diabolical on trailer yeah, boats. Right. I, I, I did look through the... T- I shouldn't laugh, because I don't want it to be. I looked through the diaries, and I think there was two out of the last seven... That have been one's been perfect, the other one's been okay, and the others have been horrible. Horrible, that's it. East Coast lows everywhere, but I don't really know. I had a look at next week's web; it's too far off to tell. Um, so fingers crossed, we're overdue for a bit of good trailer boat weather, um, and it is next weekend. So yeah, hopefully, uh, yes, we've got enough stock, I think. And no uh, cranker crabs. There's a few there. Kieran's not in charge of the ordering. The trailer boat guys don't buy cranker crabs. I can assure you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, hopefully we get a good turnout. And uh, they have, more importantly, they have a. De- they can actually get outside and have a fish. I mean, it's a little bit harsh. Last year was that East Coast lay that sat here for four days and didn't move. Oh, um, you wouldn't. Have, I don't even think half of them went out. So uh, hopefully this year, this is the year. So we'll update you next Saturday if I'm too busy to answer the phone. You never know. Um, now, hopefully, yes. Uh, and it starts Friday, so but we'll have some details. The weather up and it's been a little bit weird. It's weird today. There's a bit of rain around this morning, that sour easterly wind, and horribly humid. Uh, probably not until last night it got humid, and then she uh, then it rained a bit. But um, before that, the conditions weren't too bad, and the mornings have been all right. And I think the seas are reasonably they've popped up a little bit, but they're, they're, it's fishable outside. There's a couple of boats gone out. I think you're going to get showers throughout the course of the day up here from what it's, from what it's showing me and a little bit of humidity in the air. So, look, if you can get out and have a fish, it's always worth a crack, of course. Early morning, I'm an advocate for the early morning fishing. And um, this daylight savings will come to an end soon, so I'll be able to see it. It's still pitch black out of there. What time is it? Nearly 6 o'clock. It looks like it's 2 in the morning. Um, and, and obviously, next the big thing after next week, as we keep saying, the Easter Bunny's coming. He's only a couple of weeks away, so I'm excited about that, people. Slide down the chimney and leave you some Easter buns. Um, but uh, fishing-wise, Garfish, the main um, wharf over there at um, Shell Bay, opposite the Country Club, it's worth a crack down there. Um, they, there's talk of some long-tailed tuna floating around out there, the northern bluefin, rather, or... Um, commonly called long tail there around the islands they reckon they've seen a few around the islands big and little islands so 
they'll be working their way into the bay, I'd say, and chasing those garfish would be a, probably the way to go. But Flathead's still the talk of the town. They're still... Watertown's pretty warm. Um, the Flathead around there at the shortcut, they're doing really well over there. Some soft plastics in that one metre or less of water. Sandy Point, Flathead there. Um, Lower Pindama over there, they're getting them up into Pindama Bay. North Arm Cove that reports a flathead from there and the odd blue swimmer crab, but uh, not many crabs around. Um, Mud Point and all the way down to Finninghams Island there around into Tillagree Creek. Flathead on plastics and hard-bodied lures there. They do favour the plastics for them, though. Um, what else have we got on the old diary here? Some whiting around um, uh, Bagnall's Beach at high tide in the estuary there, just on light leader. Uh, Nick got a couple of nice snapper, uh, Little Beach Wharf during the course of the week. Um, three to five kilos, so they were good, both good fish. Um, Steve reports some decent drummer being taken off the rocks here at Boat Harbour. Um, uh, Wednesday afternoon he went down there, um, probably a couple of kilos each, which is good. A few blackfish around off the rocks, but they're a little bit finicky at the moment, so we're probably... What are we now? We're probably about four four weeks off the old mullet run. Depends on those westerly winds kicking. We'll, I think we'll get some mullet moving around there. So hopefully, once we see those on the beach, we'll get a little bit more action out there, um, brim-wise and tailor-wise, more or less. So um, other than that, uh, that's been about it for the course of the week, really. Um, there's been a few baits getting right out there, but um, a few couple of guys went to Broughton yesterday, so hopefully we'll get some more reports tomorrow. But, uh, yes, there you go. Have you, you've done the race tips, I take it. You put them online. They are all ready for you. I, I would not talk to you unless they were online because I knew that I'd you know, cop a flogging if I didn't. Oh, no, no. You want to say, hey, no, I'll just put them. I can, I'll share them on my Facebook thing too. Hopefully everyone's <laughs> Thank a winner. You. Would, would you like to know the petrol prices? or have you? Uh, Blakey is sitting here pen poised. Uh, I bet he is, yeah. He's already filled his up somewhere. Hang on. Well, we've got unleaded 196.9. V power is uh, two nineteen point nine. The diesel has actually stayed the same for a while, actually one ninety nine point nine, and the fancy diesel, but no one uses a two zero eight point nine. There you go. So I can't um, use it in the ram. Uh, sorry, I can't use it in the ram. Well, you could, but you wouldn't get very far. Well, you'll you? buy no. another car now to make up. Yeah, <laughs> you can use the fancy diesel. Then. You said that's got pretty good. Um, uh, Travel like um, economy. There, you look city cycles about thirteen liters per hundred k's. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, for a big truck, that's good. Good, yeah. 100 kilometres an hour from street to street in that big thing. If you're going to go fast, you can get that big thing, you may as well go fast in it. Yeah, it doesn't Ask it him does, about um, the bar crusher he tows behind it. Oh, you don't let Kieran drive that, do you? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have to think about that, did you? <laughs> yeah, right, t- look, it tows the bar crusher's good. You, uh, you have a nice day. Uh, Duff's bait and tackle four nine eight two zero seven double one. And where are we located, Alan? Um, um, oh, um, Shell's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coast Express Service Station, 163, Salamander Way, Salamander Bay. That really hurts. This is what happens when stuff's unscripted. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we were doing <laughs> that for a purpose. Good luck with the races and talk to you in the morning. Hang on, 4982071. Oh, oh yes, and the, yeah, call me, call me now. <laughs> See you, mate. Bye, bye. It's 15 minutes away from six. After the break, we're going to come back and talk about the Southern 80. Water Moama. Skin. Yes, you like Not it. Jason Moama, but at Moama. <laughs> Quick break. Next time you're at the shops, take a second to spare because there are people in our community who need a little extra care. Those who live week to week, pay by pay, miss out when the shelves are bare because it was their only shopping day. All we ask is you buy what you need. Don't buy into the fear. 
as the vulnerable miss out across the country, far and near. A message from foodbank.org.au, where every dollar donated is two meals created. Are you thinking of escaping to the country? Maybe a new home is on the cards? Maybe a new lifestyle? Well, Pal Kid Homes has been providing the answer for more than 50 years. You can choose from Pal's range of stylish, modern homes which are designed for country living. Pal Kid Homes make it easy for you to build your own home and save a lot of money. Find out how at pal, that's p-a-l-kidhomes.com.au or phone 1-800-024-912. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgroupfranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. Lucy was just five when she was removed from her parents after years of trauma and neglect. Her elderly grandparents took her into their care, but they were desperate for help to meet her needs. Thanks to Mission Australia, they're now wrapped in a blanket of support and Lucy has transformed into a happy, healthy girl. Help vulnerable Australian children and their grandparents when crisis hits. Call 1-800-888868 or visit missionaustralia.com.au to donate today. Hi, I'm Graham Hughes. If you need help managing arthritis, do as I did and try Arborvitae Joint Health. After I finished my football career, old injuries meant my life was full of aches and pains. That was until I discovered Arborvitae Joint Health. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms do persist, consult your healthcare professional. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1300-879-863. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Everything you need to know now. Sydney's 2SM. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It's 12 minutes away from 6 and we're going to talk about an event I was lucky enough to go to uh, quite a few uh, years ago. Unfortunately, it was the year it was about... Hang on, you weren't skiing in it, but were no, you? No, 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 you no. You commentating. No. I was commentating for, I think it was for SBS or Fox or... Speed Week or something like that? What did yeah, it mean? Yeah, it, well, I, it was the same production company as Speed Week, but I'm not sure it was for Speed Week. It might okay. have been for Fox, but 45 degrees the temperature got up to that. It actually called off the Saturday runs because of the temperature. And it was the year that um, the, the bushfires uh, broke out in Victoria. And the reason why I say that is at the time that things started going crazy, I was standing in the police command centre and watching the crews, and I say crews because it's not just the police, it's yeah. fire brigade, it's everybody involved, watching the way it all came together almost as it had been rehearsed, almost it was as it had been scripted, was absolutely fascinating. 
trucker or Marine Rescue New South Wales Southern Zone Commander Mike Hammond's online. I think he's down at Moama. Morning, Mike. Good morning, gentlemen. Greetings from a chick of Moama. There you go, sir. And big weekend down there? It is a big weekend, and uh, it's, a, it's a great event. A lot of people come to watch the race and be part of it, and uh, it's a really great thing to be uh, to have Marine Rescue involved. Okay. And how many boats are in it this year? Any idea? I think there's about 120 boats competing in the race. There you go. That brings some money into the town. And, and you know how how much it's loved? V8 supercar drives and, and, yeah. and, and speed freaks from all different societies all come together for this race. It's huge. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah. A lot, lot of what, what is it? What is it, Ian? Can you do that again? <laughs> what? <laughs> huge. <laughs> the Kelly boys, Rick and Todd Kelly, were involved with it for many, many years. There you go. Mm. And you've got quite a few volunteers fronting up down there this weekend as well to help you guys out. Yeah, we've got a, a really committed small unit at Moama and uh, they're involved with, uh, we've got two or three boats we'll put on the river uh, to help New South Wales Maritime run the event and uh, we'll be there just in case there's vessels that need a bit of a tow afterwards or anything to respond to. And uh, Maritime obviously have a lot of boats along the course supervising the race because they you know, license the event. But uh, it's a really great organised uh, activity and does bring a lot of visitors to town and it's a, an amazing spectacle. It sounds like you know, at least one of you has seen the, the race, but it's really something to behold. The engineering and the, the speed these boats go at and the skill levels of the drivers and skiers is well, it's scary. I don't know if the record's been broken, but I think Aaron Tricker holds a record at 31 minutes, 22 seconds. It is something like that. I know yeah. that the uh, the record holder averaged 100 miles an hour. Yeah, it was Aaron Tricker, yeah. astonishing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good effort type of thing. Now, getting back to offshore... Um, you had some rescues during the week, 140 kilometres offshore. We did. We had our Shell Harbour unit go out on Sunday night and uh, they got the call in the evening and uh, headed out to sea and it was pitch black and the new moon, uh, pretty lumpy conditions and uh, it took a while to find the vessel and uh, eventually they did and towed them back all safe. Um, it was a great job done, but, yeah, really a challenging job. Were there yeah, a vessel there. that was logged on? I'm not sure if the vessel was logged on. I know that they, they did call for assistance at around 7 o'clock. Um, they had a failure out there. But, uh, yeah, it was it was one of the longer jobs that we've done recently. It's a long way out, 40 k's, but it shouldn't be that hard to find them. Hopefully they would have had a GPS and give you some coordinates. Yeah, we get coordinates, but then that gets you in the general vicinity. But, uh, yeah, if you're out in a sea in the pitch black and you know, the vessel's broken down, no battery, that's what uh, no battery. Be that's, 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 if they didn't have that's a lifetime, right. it can be difficult. But they got there, they used a flare and, and kept communicating and they, they got them and brought them back in, towed them home slowly. So it was a, it was a good job done. Oh, well done. And uh, also, we had a little young lady down there strung by a stingray. Yeah, that's right. There was a young lady Diving up on the, uh, in the Pittwater-Hawkesbury area and I think our Hawkesbury and Central Coast teams went to assist and rendered some first aid and uh, set her up for a, a medical evacuation. So, yeah, we hope she's recovering well. Yeah. Was she on the beach there on the western side? I believe she was uh, swimming in one of the little beaches up there. Mm. Um, I'm not as familiar with that event, but, yeah, it was somewhere up in those little beaches uh, when you go up into... Some of the Broken fishing Bay reports of late have indicated there's been a good run of stingrays about yeah. in pit water. Okay. Yeah, it was at Croppy Beach, and um, 
I'm not familiar with that location, but I know where I go boating at uh, Jervis Bay, there's stingrays galore at the moment, so it you know, must be good conditions. And the odd helicopter on the beach too. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, just with, what's your advice to boaters and people heading out in the water? Because we do have some unpre- uh, unpredictable weather at the moment uh, along the New South Wales coast. Yeah. Look, my advice has always been check the weather and use your head, right? The most important bit of safety gear on your boat is the skipper's brain, and uh, you just got to make smart decisions. That's what seamanship's all about. So check the conditions, think about your trip and where you were planning to go and just you know, consider an alternative if the conditions aren't going to be favourable and obviously check your boat really thoroughly. Make sure you've got your safety gear and that everything's working. You know, the last few years have been a bit hit and miss for boating activity, so you, know, you want to check your battery and your fuel and you know, make sure everything's going to be reliable and get you home. Yeah, always work under the premise that weather will get worse before it gets better. That's right. And log on with Marine Rescue. We've got a free app you can download, and it's really simple to log on and let us know when you expect to be back. And if you're not logging off, we'll uh, check up on you and make sure you're all right. Okay. Thanks for your time this morning, Mike. Have a, have a great and a safe weekend down at the Southern 80. And, um, Absolute pleasure. Enjoy. Thanks, gentlemen. Okay. Bye. Mike Hammond, okay. Southern Zone Commander for Marine Rescue New South Wales. Good job. It yes. is a a really full on event. Oh, oh you've yes, been yeah. you've been down, Blake. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah, yeah. you been, Kerry? Yeah. yeah, it's the the speeds. We even broadcast from down there many years ago. Uh, watching the onboard uh, cameras, looking back at the skiers, like uh, averaging a hundred mile an hour. I don't want to be in a boat that's averaging a hundred mile Why an not? hour, let alone hanging Why? off the back of one. I'm blown over backwards at more than that. <laughs> You do dangerous things like you go out in the weather. Hang on, he's got a bit of cloth. You've only got a bit of cloth out there to save you. He's he's out there with the sharks all the time. Yeah, and he's got a piece of cloth hanging up on a stick. Not yet. He hasn't (laughs) sailed the boat yet, but he's he'll be out the surf. Well, there's another point. He can't get it to work. <laughs> well, I got the bum clean, so it's you got the bum got the clean. clean during the week. Yeah, so we're we're getting closer. And you got a mooring. I've got the mooring. I'm just trying to get a. I'm trying to get a Ralston rail. I can't get the Ralston rail for my gooseneck. I just can't find one anywhere. So I think I'm going to have to throw away my hundred and fifty dollar gooseneck that I've just bought and get another one and a lot of, put that I know on. A lot of gooses with a long neck. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Not all turkeys Lakes are on Marine, France, Kevin. today. Yeah, 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. Got plenty of stock at the moment, bar crushes. Uh, their lead times on the hard tops are out a fair bit, but there is some cabin boats available. Plenty of stasis in stock, Chaparral, Rabalo. The Stedgecrafts are a bit hard to get at the moment. And we're starting to get some stocks coming through of small portable motors, which is good. Uh, tinnies. Now that I'm starting to walk a little bit better, some people are talking about whether I'm going to go fishing. You're going to fish off the riverbank. You're not going in a boat. Well, see, I was going to ask you about... <laughs> I need to be able to walk around the boat. Do we have any bar Do we have that have approved walk boats? Around? Yeah, we have walk-arounds, but it's still not big enough for you. But okay. <laughs> Sorry, no. A walk-around. What's the manly ferry doing? Yeah, but they get upset when you throw a line over the side when you're trolling. Oh. <laughs> the deck end doesn't want the blood on the deck. And if you and if you catch one, they don't want to stop. They don't want to whack it in reverse and help you. What sort of captain How, is that? That's rude, isn't it? Totally rude. What to talk to transport you know, I brought you him a banana or an apple and everything. <laughs> 
Oh, imagine, imagine putting in a complaints form on the feedback for the fairies. I caught a fish and they didn't put it in reverse and help me catch it, and I think I lost my lure. I bet you they've had that. <laughs> it's coming up to news time. We'll be back with more of this madness on the other side of that.